Are you ready to start showing up as the best version of you? Ditching those diets, embracing and enjoying training and learning that you are enough. Join me, Vicky Marks, or more commonly known as Vicky PT, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and female transformation specialist on a podcast journey of inspiration, motivation, usable tips, and support to fire you forward into becoming that best version of you, plus some special guests along the way. You're listening to Strong, Confident, Transform. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to podcast 133. Happy New Year, everybody. It is 2024. Um, Christmas went super fast. It went so fast. I was pretty much a lazy sloth over Christmas, me and my family. Um, Of course, I took advantage fully of the time that I had to train um, and trained almost every day. But... Around that, I was a lazy sloth and I enjoyed every minute and I will not regret any part of my lazy slothness along with my children and my husband. We said no to a lot of things, we really chilled out and I knew I had a lot that I had to do over Christmas in terms of um, work for my business, so I just knew to take the pressure off and to not do so much. And it was lovely. We stayed up late watching Harry Potter. Um, We played games. We slept in, which was really nice and just had a really chilled out time. So I did a live within my membership site last night, um, which was titled Dust Yourself Off. um, Because I find in a new year, women spend a lot of time kind of beating themselves up about what they've eaten and what they've drank over the Christmas period. Now, get over it. And this is pretty much what I said to my tribe last night in the live. It was quite, it was for, it was a good 45 minutes. Um, there was lots of us in the live just chatting, talking about our goals. And, you know, I did a bit of a, a workshop seminary type thing about how you have to let go of this stuff. Like if you've gained a few pounds over Christmas, so fucking what? Like the few pounds that you've gained, you're going to lose again. So don't worry about it. And like this whole thing of like, I'm going to throw all the chocolates in the bin so that I'm not tempted to eat them. Well, how about you just work really, really hard on your discipline and moderate what you have over the next month and not make it so miserable for yourself? Because, you know, I see women restricting themselves in January every year. Every year, oh, it's new year, new me. And I'm not going to eat any sugar in January. And I think, what's the fucking point? Like, you're just going to make yourself miserable. Uh, You're going to do this whole all or nothing approach, which, quite frankly, unless you get away from that, you're always going to battle with your relationship with food and exercise. And, you know... I also think it leads to binging once February comes because you're like, dry January, I'm not going to drink in January, but don't worry, the first weekend in February, I'm going to get absolutely blottoed and drink four bottles of wine and make up for the fact that I haven't drank in January. Like this binge behavior. um, And honestly, 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 
There are reasons why women are overweight. Number one, their all or nothing approach. Like they're either all in or they're all out. Number two, they binge. Binging is a big problem in this country where, and I blame crash diets entirely, where there's this whole restriction for so long and then you're allowed, in inverted commas, for it to come back into your life so then you binge on it like crazy. And then you do that a few times and all of a sudden you have this binge relationship with food and actually an eating disorder to be honest because binging at the end of the day is an eating disorder that needs dealing with. So I find for most of my women, if I can stop this all or nothing approach, so like, do you know what, just eat well 60% of the time, exercise three times a week and you're going to get results, right? It might be slower than if you eat well 100% and train six days a week, but I assure you, your weight loss will be more long-term if you go for the 60% and three times a week training. Actually, I don't assure you, I guarantee you 100%. Actually, I'm willing to put my house on it. That if you took a slower, more relaxed approach, you would succeed for a longer period, if not forever. But this all or nothing approach just doesn't work. It does not work. Hence why, you know, January, you have these women that lose loads of weight, But by March, they're already gaining half of it back on again because, you know, they couldn't maintain the regime and the strictness that they were following in January and February. So like, don't be a perfectionist about January. If you've got chocolates left over, who cares? Maybe limit yourself. Maybe don't eat the whole box all in one go, you know, but limit yourself to a few a day. It's not rocket science, is it? Like, eat really well with your meals. Eat loads of vegetables. Eat really regularly. Do lots of good resistance training, weight training, and moderate the shit that you put into your body. Let go of that all or nothing approach because, like, it's not going to work for you. Didn't work for you last year. Isn't going to work for you this year. So change it. Make this year the year of change. I truly, truly believe that 2024, um, and it's pretty, I can't even tell you yet, because I've announced to my membership site what the new name of the membership site is, and I've showed them the logo, the new branding, I've showed them, and they're all so excited, Um, it is so exciting, but when I announce the name, 2024, is so synced with it. It It's so synced with the name. Like 2024 is about change. It's about letting go of things that don't serve us. It's about evolving and making your life what you want it to be. So whatever didn't work for you in 2023, crash diets, shitty crash diets that have, uh, you know, affected your health, holding you back from greatness, like get rid of it. Get rid of the all or nothing approach and get rid of this binge behavior. Like no one is taking stuff away from you. Like, and this is where I think January starts for women in that they take everything away from themselves. Like, oh yeah, everyone does dry January. um, So I'm going to do that. Taking away from myself. But don't worry, when February comes, I can binge on it all month long and completely undo all the benefits that I made in January. Do you know what I mean? 
Like, stop taking things away from your life. If you want to eat a piece of bread, eat a piece of bread. Do some fucking exercise to warrant it. Earn your carbohydrates. Earn your favorite foods. Don't just sit on your ass all day eating bread and eating all the foods that you want and then deciding the next day that you're not going to do that anymore so you don't eat anything to then get to the following day and you're so fucking hungry you binge on the stuff that you binged on the day before the day before and the repeated pattern goes on. This is how an eating disorder called binge eating starts. So stop taking things away from yourself. Stop whipping it from underneath you. Like we have favorite foods. We have favorite things that we have in our life. Mine is definitely chocolate. Like I absolutely love chocolate and cake. It's my favorite thing. Do I restrict myself? Absolutely not. I eat chocolate every single day because I need it. No. Because I want to change the way I feel. No. Because I love it. Yes. I love chocolate. I'm not giving it up. I'm not giving it up for anyone. Not giving it up. Do I eat shed loads of it? Absolutely not. I have it every day. So I don't need to eat shed loads of it. And I have people say to me all the time, yeah, well, that's just you. Um, I can't do that. You might not be able to do that at the beginning. But you can learn to do that. And this is the thing about this nation that we live in, which I had a conversation with myself, with myself, um, this, this morning about this, about how we live in this nation of utter laziness. And I'm sorry if this ruffles anybody's feathers, but I see laziness every day, every single day. You know, people blame other things and will not take responsibility for their laziness, But essentially, people are lazy. Too lazy to go for a walk. Too lazy to get up and do the training session. Too lazy to create a healthy meal for themselves rather than pinging something in the microwave. Too lazy to take action on their mental health. Too lazy to sit down and write their goals down for the year year ahead, knowing that it will help them but can't be bothered. We live in this can't be bothered, lazy nation. And sometimes I wonder if I am banging my head against a brick wall, trying to fight this laziness and can't be bothered mentality. And this is really honest, honest talk from me. Um, And quite honestly, with everything that happened in December and with my new membership site launching, I don't give a shit if it makes some of you not listen to my podcast anymore. And I don't give a shit if it makes some of you not unfollow me and not want to actually follow anything that I say. I need to, I need to, uh, to help women that want to change this. My job on this planet is to help people take responsibility for their health. I truly believe that. But it's really hard for me to do that when people just can't be bothered. They don't value their health, how they feel, um, and the longevity of their life enough to change the fact that they're lazy about it. And laziness is not something that's ingrained in us. You weren't born lazy. You weren't born with a can't-be-bothered mentality. You can change any sort of behaviour. You can change anything. 
if you put your mind to it and you actually allow yourself to be coached and you actually allow to see what change can bring to your to your life and your body but there are too many excuses for people too many like I've got a baby I can't do it I haven't got any time because I've got children I work full-time and I've got children therefore I haven't got time you know it's more important to make time if you work and you have children because you have got responsibilities you have got small people that you need to show the way. Otherwise, you are just going to create a lazy, can't-be-bothered mentality in your small people. And tell me, tell me that's not what you want from them. And that's not what you want for them, for their future. And I always think about it like all the kind of disordered eating, disordered opinions of myself, disordered body image, all of that stuff... I do not want my children to ever go through that. Actually, it's the last thing I'd ever want them to go through. So it is my responsibility to show my children what looking after your health looks like. Because we are God to them. We are their gurus. What we do is the gospel, gospel truth of what they should be doing. It's normal. It becomes normal to them. So like for my children, eating healthily, exercising, moving their bodies, playing sport is really, 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 really important to them and very normal because they see their mum and their dad do it. Taking care of their body is something that they watch every day in their mum and dad. So it is going to be normal to them as they grow up. And yes, Things are going to get in the way. Of course, there's going to be times when maybe their friends are doing differently because they've had a different upbringing to what they have. And yeah, maybe we need to do a bit more educational stuff when that time comes along. But the foundations have been laid. And we always go back to good foundations, right? Always. So I want my children, the best gift I can give my children is discipline and resilience And the only way we can do that is through looking after themselves, taking responsibility, doing what they say they're going to do. So if you are digging deep to find the reasons as to why you should take care of your health, blows my mind that you should, but then think of the people around you as well and what you're trying to show them. You know? And I posted something on Instagram the other day. There's a... There's a guy called Dr. James. He's an American doctor. An up-to-date American doctor, I'm just going to put out there. Not one that, you know, did their training back in the 1940s. This is an up-to-date doctor, Dr. James. He's really cool. And he put a post up basically saying, you think doing some training sessions and eating good food is hard. Try having diabetes. Try having um, some sort of autoimmune disease. Try having any disease. Having a heart attack because of being overweight or being really unfit or having high blood pressure or high cholesterol. He was like, you think doing some exercise and eating some good food is hard? Try being ill. Try having a future of disease and illness because that is fucking hard. So it's like, 
What feels hard now is easy compared to what the future can be. And I know that's really harsh, but I feel like where the nation's at, where, you know, diabetes is at an all-time high, like the percentage of people being diagnosed with diabetes is huge. The people dropping dead of a heart attack is massive right now. The people dropping dead of a stroke or having long-term consequences of having a stroke is huge right now. And I feel like 2024 is the year of change. We as a nation have to start changing this stuff because the road of disease and being unwell is a horrible road. And if only I could show people in an easier way that actually taking care of our health is much easier than being sick, then my job would be much easier, right? I wouldn't be banging my head against a brick wall all the time. Because I think deep down, a lot of us think, oh, that will never be me. I'm never going to have a heart attack. That's never going to be us as a family. Yeah, we're overweight, but you know, we're never, that's never going to happen to us. We live in this like immortal, immortal brain where we see it happening to other overweight people or people that don't do any exercise. And let's be frank here, you don't have to be overweight to, to be unhealthy, right? You don't. But no one thinks it's going to happen to them. Everyone thinks they're immortal, untouchable, I can eat shit all day long and I'm going to be fine because I'm thin. Bullshit. Like, exercise isn't that important. Bullshit. Like, it could happen to any of us unless we are taking responsibility for our health, making it an utmost importance. And this is what I do. Like, everyone thinks, (laughs) you know... Oh, personal trainer just helps people get fit and lose weight. This is not what I'm about. And my new membership is going to kind of represent that. And this is why I've rebranded it and changed it and up-leveled it. Because I know my true purpose is bigger than that. It's to help people take responsibility for their health, to live longer, to live a happier, more confident life, to have energy to do things to get up in the morning and be excited for what the day has to bring. I want to show people what extraordinary really feels like. Feeling super fit so you can climb trees with your grandchildren. Like, what I do is bigger than weight loss. Bigger than fitness. I mean, that bit's part of it. I actually think it's like the easy bit, actually. Helping someone lose weight and get fit, to me, is easy peasy. The hard bit, getting them to actually do what I want them to do. Why? Because they need mental fitness. Why? Because they've either done crash diets or not seen their health as very important. It's a bigger picture approach journey. No one starts this journey. Actually, some people do, but it's rare. But no one starts this journey and just follows everything that I do, gets all the results they need to do to, to achieve in three months and boom, they've changed their life forever. There are some people that that do come into my life that are like that, which does make me happy dance, I'm not going to lie. But most people that come into my life that need help are starting from the ground. 
They're starting with no foundations. They haven't got a clue what discipline is, resilience, responsibility. We're learning all this stuff from scratch, learning that, you know, training isn't just about enjoyment. It's about getting it done when you fucking don't want to as well, because the bigger picture means you've got to get it done. That decision changes your life. That decision you decide not to work out changes your life. And we think that, you know, that split second decision is just that day. And it's like, it doesn't matter. But every decision we make every day, whether to do the workout, not do the workout, um, decide to make a nice healthy lunch or to not, to, to do the things that helps our mental health, to move, like all of these split decisions affect the rest of our life, affect how our discipline muscle works, affect, affects how our resilience affects all of that stuff. So in 2024, change what you do, change those excuses, change your viewpoint on what taking care of your health really is. I really hope this has helped some of you today. I really hope it's given you a bit of a boost for 2024. Um, My 20 Days to Transformation group opens on the 8th of January. We kick off 20 days on the 15th of January. Booking is open. It's 20 quid. If you listen to my podcast and you're not part of my tribe and you haven't done any of my stuff before, come and join because it really gives you an insight into how I do things. And if you've done it before, you're not part of my tribe, come and do it again. If you were part of my tribe and you're not now and you need the help, reach out. No judgment this side. So let's make 2024 a really cracking year of change, a year of transformation, a year of new beginnings and feeling amazing. I hope this has helped today and until next time, I'll see you soon.